So, and I'm going to bring on our first guest. You, you heard her chatting with John, uh, who's missing her Cardinals as a fellow Cardinals fan. I feel for you, Paula. So, Paula, great to have you. Longtime client at Dynamic Directions, a great gal. Um, know Tim really well. Get to uh, you see Kyle, their young son. He's about a year older than, um, than Stone. And they went down through the adoption route. So, Paula and I have had a lot in common, not just out, you know, with work, but things family-wise. And, and Paula, I know we've got on this, uh, let, me, let me jump to the screen here. I, you know, I know that you won a Working Mother Top Wealth Advisor last year, but I think you got uh, another award recently. What, what, what was that uh, reward or award? Yeah, I, uh, I was notified last week that I made the Forbes um, Top Women Wealth Advisors um, list. Uh, so, and in the state of Missouri, there were only eight of those women, and there were none from Ameriprise. All the other ladies were from St. Louis, Chesterfield area, and there was one from Kansas City, and then little old me in Springfield. So, um, I was really thrilled to make that list, um, seeing that they were from all over the country and all over from independent advisors to um, big companies. Of you know, as well. I think there were a few, several from uh, Ameriprise all over the country, but uh, that's just a testament to my team and all of you know how important our teams are to us and so that it's important for us to work together. So that's the first time I've made that list and I was really pleased about that and our team plans to celebrate somehow sometime when we get back to <laughs> Right, well, we've got, we got a few celebrations on hold. We'll add that to the list. Well, I just wanna say how proud I am of you and I expected you to say that about your team because, Paula, you're a very humble person. Um, you're very kind. You take care of your team and you give them credit where credit's due. But congratulations to you. I think that's a phenomenal award and a great milestone for you. So, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this whole coffee and conversation idea that you launched a couple weeks ago that uh, I know advisors, I've been telling them about it on coaching calls. I know that. Uh, our unit tonight that's with us is, is very eager to hear about. So let's, let's back up a little bit before we get a copy of the conversation. What, what were some things you've been doing to stay in touch with clients? What have you been doing? Yeah, so we started reaching out to clients at the end of February when the market was getting really volatile and we were having a lot of um, appointments and a lot of conversations and we repeatedly reached out the month of March to our top clients. And I remember one of my advisors coming to me and saying, here we are at the end of March, you know, when the, when the market started to bottom out around, I think it was the 23rd. Here we go again, round two. And so, you know, round two. And so we started reaching out to them again and, and really in touch with our clients and just with, with everyone that we could. And we did lots of emails, we did marketing on demand, we did conference calls, we did social media, almost to the point that we were tired of even getting them ourselves. You know, we are all copied on what we get and we actually did a reevaluation on what, what's necessary and what's not. And, you know, we were all getting inundated with lots of things at that point. So we kept monitoring that and we kept monitoring uh, our clients to see uh, and looking at the stats on social media and the contacts and what they were actually opening to see what was important to them. And we saw some spikes in there. But then when we started to see that wane, 
we uh, you know changed our methodology again. Um, so we just did what we could to stay in touch with clients and stay in front and use a lot of the company resources and some of our partners um, to stay in touch with clients as well, uh, especially through the end of March and, the, and most in April when it was really getting uh, pretty intense there. So, so we did that's we did a lot of just everything, lots of different things that we could right. Do but and, and I'm bringing that up for a couple of reasons. One, I want to understand the context in which we're going to talk about the coffee and conversation because I know that that idea was born from the fact that you felt like you were really almost doing too much for clients, maybe overwhelming them at times with a lot of information, which, by the way, there's a great lesson in what Paula did. If you listen to her, they went back and studied what was open. They were asking for feedback on what people thought were relevant, and they made adjustments, so good call on your part. But you felt like there was this, what else? I remember we were talking on our coaching call. You were like, okay, we're going to call these people again. What else can we say that hasn't been said? So maybe jump off from there and how that maybe led to the, the coffee and conversation idea. That's exactly right. So uh, it's probably about a week and a half ago now. It, Saturday, I was thinking, okay, um, we are not done yet. This, is, this thing is going to play out for a long time. It's now we're heading into almost two weeks probably eight, ten weeks of this, people have been home for a while, they've heard from us, they've seen our stuff, and they've seen me after the close, and they've just, you know, it's just been a, been a lot of stuff. So I was thinking one Saturday morning, um, so now what? What can we do or what can we say that hasn't been said yet? And so I thought, well, what if I just throw it out to the client and let them sort of dictate the conversation. And so I had this idea to do coffee and conversation. And so Monday morning, it was about a week and a half ago, I think it was like April 20th, I threw this out to um, two of my marketing people and I said, you know, I'm thinking of doing something like coffee and conversation. Let's just offer 20 minutes Skype or phone if they can't get the Skype to work, but Skype or phone conversations with me and we can talk about whatever they want to talk about. If they want to talk about business, that's fine. If they don't want to talk about business or the markets anymore, and they just want to tell me what they've been up to, they're sick and tired of seeing their clients or their uh, spouses or their family, and they just want to talk to somebody else, that's fine. And so we put out an, a, an email and said, we're offering 20-minute Skype conversations and I, we gave them specific dates and time, first come, first serve. And we said, you can talk about business. We can talk about the economy. We can talk about your account. We don't have to talk about any of that. We can talk about what your family's been up to, what, what, what projects you've been up to, what recipes you've been using since everybody's cooking at home. I don't care. I thought, you know, just tell me what's on your mind and what you all want to talk about. And honestly, I, I thought, is anyone going to really want to do this? I don't know, but it's worth a shot to see if people want to have a conversation and connect with us in that way. Because we were sort of running out of, well, what do you want to, you know, what do you want to talk about that you haven't heard on the news or seen in all of our social media or that we haven't talked about already? Yeah, you even said on our call that you were a little nervous. You didn't even know if people might show up on this. You know, you kind of felt a little vulnerable. You know, this is a new idea. Let's try it. Jeez. I, you know, these people may not even take this up, but that's not the case, Ms. Paula. Tell us what happened. Right. 
So, um, so Monday morning, I put together just a quick little email. Patty said, that sounds great. What do you want me to say? And so she put it out there. And within, I think, literally five minutes, I had two people sign up. And I was like, whoa, okay. Um, and so I was trying to work around the appointments I already had set up. And so I'd given her some time. And um, then with, so this started last week, and I had six people sign up in addition to the other appointments I already had. So I was like, wow, this is going to ramp up maybe pretty quick. Um, and then I had already had appointments for this week. And then I had nine more people sign up this week. Um, let's see, I did uh, four yesterday and five today. And then um, next week so far, I have another four. So I have about um, 18 or 19 people so far that have embraced this and taken me up on it. So it's definitely increased my activity um, and just connection with people. And they love it. They, they absolutely love it. So what, what are they talking about then? What, what are some things? So it's pretty random. Um, one of the first people that signed up was a small business owner. I absolutely, she's one of my favorites. She's an optometrist, and she's just trying to make sense of all of the um, FBA legislation. And she said, "I just, I just wanted to talk to you, Paula, as another business owner." She said, um, "It's lonely, and I don't have anyone to really run this by." She said, "My husband just thinks I'm a worrier," and I said, "Of course, you're a worrier. You're a business owner." Business owner, <laughs> right? You're a warrior. Check that box when you become business owner, right? She said, I just need someone to, there's just so much to absorb and, you know, what, what to do with my employees and how, how, to, how to do all this. So we, we talked about that and the resources that we have. Um, I have one guy, he's in his late 50s, he was laid off, and his wife is still working. And so he's at home, and he said, he just wanted to talk to someone. He said, what do I do next? Um, I've had a whole bunch that uh, several that wanted to talk about their account specifically. And um, so I have some follow-up to do. So I really didn't prepare much of anything for them. And they understood that. They knew that. They're like, they get 20 minutes. What are we going to talk about? But they had some, some I kind of anticipated that. And some I did, I said, you know, let's, let's either set another appointment. And I've done that. I've set some follow-up appointments. Um, or I, uh, I got back with them already on some specific questions that they had. They just, and some just wanted to let me know what was going on in their lives. One of my doctor clients, we'd had on his financial plan for a long time to once he got so far situated, he was gonna buy a new car for his wife. And he did that last weekend for her birthday. And, he, and I said, send, send me a picture. And he did, and I was so excited. He just wanted to tell me that, what's going on with them. Um, I had a couple today, they have a condo, they, they, they have a house in Springfield, but they have a condo in Florida, and they've been in Florida since February, and so they were just telling me what they've been up to and how, what they've been doing with their time. Um, and then I'm just, and I, what I'm doing is uh, I, I'm asking for referrals. I'm saying, well, don't, don't keep us a secret. We are, this is what we do. We've learned through all of this that we can meet people wherever they are. I've met several people for the first time via Skype. And um, so then I sit down right after the appointment. I put quick notes in CRM, and then I send out a handwritten thank you note. Um, and I put some cards in there, you know, don't keep us a secret. And I send those out. And so, um, so that's what my methodology's been for the last couple of weeks. So 
sounds like you're getting a lot of positive feedback. Uh, people, you know, ranging from serious topics like, you know, hey, can I be a, um, you know, talk to you business owner to business owner, people lonely, no one at home, spouse working, so it just sounds business stuff, I mean, just a wide array. And, um, I, and I like what you're doing, because Paul, we talked about this, you know, you really didn't do a lot of prep, you're just kind of showing up and, and going with it, right? You don't, you don't know what they want to talk about. And, and so was that hard for you to just kind of show up and be in the moment? Was that a struggle at all? No, um, I, I know most of the points pretty well, and so I, I kind of thought I knew where it was going to go. Uh, there were, I, I also wanted to be sure, I thought, man, if I haven't talked to them by now, I probably missed them. And there were a couple that showed up on my calendar that, you know what, I missed them um, for whatever reason. They're not, on, they're not financial planning clients. They're not major accounts. Um, they certainly deserve to be taken care of, but I just, I just, didn't get, reach out to them, and they reached out to me, and they were totally fine with that. Um, I, I've had some people that have said, and we all love to hear this, um, I have some money in savings. Do you think I should invest that now? Like, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> and what do you think I should put that in? And so let me think on that. Let me get back with you. And I've had a few more that we've increased the amount that they're saving every month um, because they want to, you know, just get take advantage dip in the market and they know they can. They've been saving a lot of money staying at home and not eating out, not going places, not going on vacation. So we've increased some of their savings too. Um, so I've got, I think I told you, Travis, I think I've got a longer list of money coming in than I've had in a, uh, than I did at the beginning of the year. So people have money sitting in cash that they're not, interest rates went down. They're not getting anything on. And so they want to look at other options. And today for the first time, um, so today I had a gal that uh, she had two CDs come due on Monday, and so we're putting some of that in bonds and we're putting some of that in a structured annuity. I've not I've not done that, but we're putting a little bit in that because she does not want to be directly in the market, and so uh, that's that was uh, a good opportunity for her to take advantage of that. So you came in really with no agenda. Um, you knew the clients; it was easy for you to show up. Some things have happened. You've gotten some business out of it, it sounds like, right? Um, yeah. Any any referrals generated on the spot or anything come yet referrals-wise? I have. I've gotten a few uh, referrals. A couple of people said, uh, I've given your name to uh, my boss or my son. I did I did a um, first time, well, what we older people would call a PMM over Skype. Um, and so they're going to become clients. That was the first for me. I usually meet people face to face, but this wasn't possible, so we met over Skype, and uh, that worked out fine. And uh, so, yes, I'm I'm getting referrals as well because people right. like. But, but you didn't go in with that in mind, right? It was all about let's have the conversation, you know, be there for the clients. But yet, the secondary or the un unintended benefits that come from this is that you're you're getting some business and referrals. So, right. They, several people say thank you. Thank you so much for this. Thank you for doing this with us or for us. Or, um, and I always am, am really gracious and thank them for spending their time with me. Um, and they have been really great. I've had a couple say, let's do this again. And I said, well, we may have to. I mean, of course, let's do it again. It's pretty right. easy. 
And I've had some first-time people that have not really done a lot of virtual or done Skype, and they found out it's really pretty easy, and they were pretty excited about that. So especially my people from Florida today, I said, you don't have to be in Springfield to meet with me. You can meet with me via Skype. And they're, they're discovering that, that we can do a lot more virtual. And so I just was able to show them that, that we can, I can meet them wherever they are. And I told them that with referrals. I said, you know, I can meet whoever you send to me wherever they are. We don't, they don't have to come into the office. Right. Perfect. Well, just uh, maybe one more question here, Paula, as, as our advisors are listening to you and thinking about doing this, now that you've planned and executed upon it, any advice on maybe how you would have do it differently going forward that would make it even better? Well, you know, I don't know. I, I really didn't, it was just a thought that I had that popped in my head over a weekend. You know, sometimes that's when you can take a step back and start thinking, okay, what next? Um, I, I would think, you know, I did one wave and then I did a second wave and then I did a third wave for next week and I, I don't have all my time filled for next week and that's fine. Um, and I figure in a couple of months that this continues on, this COVID, which they're saying may drag on through the summer, I may offer it again, um, right. just in a fresher way. Um, but I'm also starting to think, okay, this was a really good exercise. I almost got 20 new appointments out of it, just touching base with people that weren't on my calendar, except for my already set appointments. But I'm also starting to think, so what's next? What are we going to do next? Um, because right. you know, we're not out of the woods yet. I think everybody recognizes that. Right. Yeah. Very good. Well, Paula, thank you so much for sharing your best practice. Uh, it means a lot to the D2 community for you to share that with them. And, you know, what I'd say out there is if you have questions, feel free to send them to us. Uh, we can help you. Um, also, we're going to send out a replay so people can go through and kind of listen to this all over again to listen uh, to Paula on how she did it uh, and went about doing it. So thank you, Paula. Uh, tell Tim and Kyle said hello. Great work. Thank you. Have a good – thank you for everything. Have a good evening.